Welcome back to Couch Potato Radio. Derek Hansen with you doing a little recap of the uh, Twins Winter Caravan. It's a pleasure to have with us Elvis Martinez, and you've probably seen him quite a bit on TV. He works in the uh, media relations and also does the interpreting for the uh, Twins with the many of the Latin players. And just talk about your experience the past couple of years. Have you enjoyed this? This has been quite a trip, I'm sure. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I play some college baseball, and um, when I came to the States, I didn't speak English. So this kind of gave me a passion of... You know, how can I help? And it was a dream of mine to make it to the major leagues, but I never got drafted, but I make it this way. And so it's, uh, it's exciting and know that I can make a change and help others uh, to be able to communicate um, and just make sure that nothing is left um, like under the rug or missing translation. That's the most important thing about my job when it comes to the portion of translating. Just make sure the guys, they say whatever they need to say and, and I put that into professional words and for everybody else out there. So I've enjoyed it and um, it's been a life-changing experience. I'm sure it has. I mean, what a way to stay connected to a game you love then, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I was born in the Dominican Republic and uh, as you know, um, that's like what we do down there. We breathe that every single day. It's a meaning of, uh, you know, getting out of uh, uh, other things and finding a better life for your family, regardless if you're born uh, uh, anywhere in Latin America. It's a, it's a dream come true for the guys that make it, and uh, it's an opportunity for them and their families. So. It's interesting, too. You mentioned the kind of, I'm sure it's not just relating to the media or whatever like that. It's relating to Rocco Baudelli and, you know, the front office. I mean, that's I mean that's a lot of pressure, I'm sure, right? Um, I wouldn't call it pressure. Uh, as long as, you know, you're transparent and you communicate what you need to do. And um, last year when Rocco came on board and became a manager for the Twins, uh, we sat down and uh, he needed uh, someone that could break that barrier of if he wanted to talk to a Latin player and most of the times the guys acknowledge with their head like they're understanding but there's words here and there that they might not understand and everything moves really fast down there on the field so along with Rocco and then Dustin Moores we all decided that it was best for me to be down there during games and uh, I'm helping with translating scouting reports uh, when Jose Barrio pitches or uh, someone comes out of the Bruce Gratterall comes out of the bullpen uh, Wes Johnson takes me to the mound and uh, it's just helping as much as I can just, just to make sure there's no communication uh, broken between the players and the coaching staff. I first started covering the Twins down in spring training in 2002 and I really saw a different world and it was kind of interesting you know the guy who was kind of doing your job was Corey Koski I think he played enough ball down in the, in the Latin area where he really got to know a lot of Spanish and boy of course most of his was ribbing like Christian Guzman and stuff but you know it is such a melting pot within a clubhouse it is kind of very important that everyone's on the same page that way and I'm sure that's language is the bridge that you bring to that too absolutely that's just the main point now that along with the coaching staff we decided that it was really important also to make the guys feel comfortable too because uh, they're in a different country different culture they need to learn how everything works here um, and you know how the big leagues is it's, it's a fast paced game and uh, just making sure that the guys are comfortable as well that basically I'm the bridge between coaches and front office and just basically uh, make sure that they just worry about playing baseball on the field and not worry about communicating I'm sure that uh, they really feel good about 
about uh, having you as that too. I'm sure you got a pretty good relationship with these guys, and I'm sure sometimes it'd be difficult after a tough game or whatever. But that's just kind of how it, it works, right? You got to be there for the good and the bad. Absolutely. The, as you know, it's a long baseball season. Uh, we're uh, getting ready to go after the caravan and Twins Fest. We're getting ready to go to spring training. It's just everything basically starts since February, and uh, hopefully it goes deep into October uh, from making to the playoffs and. Uh, you know, just work hard with them, build that trust. And uh, so when I do the translation in front of uh, a big crowd like we did tonight, I, they didn't, he didn't use me, but it's more like a like a feel, you know, uh, feeling comfortable out there and having uh, someone to lean on in case he doesn't understand something. Yeah, and I think, you know, guys like Luis Rise and I think uh, you see with Miguel Sano and Eddie Rosario, they, they do have comfort level talking some English, but some things, kind of, sometimes we talk too fast, especially here in the upper Midwest. We hear that from people in Texas for crying out loud. So I'm sure if you're new to this country and whole new to this language, it's just a whole different experience for him. Absolutely. Uh, like I mentioned before, 10 years ago, I came to the States to play college ball and I couldn't communicate. Like, I knew what I was doing on the field, and I was able to get into a Division three baseball team. Uh, grateful for that opportunity, which brought me here now. But it's really hard just uh, sometimes... As you, as you know, learning another language is just really hard. And then dealing with all the pressure of establish yourself in the big leagues and contribute to a team. Like, for example, like Luis Arias did last year. He just came up. And, and obviously we know what he can do with the bat. But it's kind of difficult when they put all those cameras in your face and you're in the big stage. Um, it's kind of nerve-wracking. Was it nerve-wracking for you? I mean... <laughs> Not for me. And, you know, I... Obviously, it's a new experience being on the playoffs. It's a bigger animal, but um, I know for them, it's just a, a relief to have someone like me that they trust, and, and I trust them to um, whatever they're going to say to communicate with the public. It's interesting because even you know, I, I got a face for radio, so I, I don't know if I'd be really used to having the light on me while I'm sitting at Target Field with Marty there asking me questions. So I, I guess you, you handle it better than I probably would. There's a lot of cameras, but it's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, I got to tell you. And I just have fun with it and try to be myself. and. I let the guys uh, be themselves as well. Enjoy them. Uh, you mentioned uh, just kind of the whole new world of going into, uh, you know, going from, let's say, the Dominican or Puerto Rico, like Barrios, coming up to Minneapolis, Minnesota. I mean, what a culture shock, huh? Yeah, it's just it's a lot of different moving parts. The weather, the food is a big thing for them, um, <laughs> which is, is a big thing for me, too. Uh, Have they had lutefisk yet? Or? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a fish from Norway. I'm Norwegian, vet, so, I mean, that would be a whole different thing for you for sure do you when you go out to eat and stuff like that i mean do people probably go where do i know you from does that happen every once in a while it happened to me once we were talking on the bus during this caravan that we started yesterday and uh yeah i've, I've had people come up come up you know across the table and they're like hey are you elvis and i'm like yeah <laughs> i'm having dinner but you know it's always nice that people recognize your job and you know, they, they see you on TV and they come up and say hi. And so it's, it's a humbling experience, you know. It's, Minneapolis is a great city, and and we're glad that the fans get uh, behind us and support us. And I think with the Twins, yeah, when on these Twins winter caravans, I'm sure you feel it at Target Field whatever. I think Twins baseball, because the winters are so long with spring and summer, all that, it's really something special for a lot of people in their heart with it. You know, I'm sure you sense that with this organization and the fan base. Absolutely. Uh, the fans are great. Um, they were behind us the entire year last season. Uh, and the season before and hopefully fans can come out again and we have a good team and just come out
rally supporters. And final thing, how much fun was that, that ride, all the home runs and all that? I mean, that, that had to be really something to experience. It was a lot of fun. We had a great group of players, good chemistry. Um, the ambience Rocco created in the clubhouse, everybody felt really empowered to be themselves. And uh, it was a great season. Uh, looking forward to having a great 2020. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. I find your story of what you do so fascinating because I know that you know bridging that gap in the clubhouse and clubhouse chemistry is so big. So it's really a lot of fun knowing that you're doing a lot of that. So pleasure to uh, talk to you, and we'll do it again soon. Maybe I'll talk to you down to get uh, spring training too. So. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Elvis Martinez with us here. So we wrap up the Twins Winter Caravan. What a blast it was. More Couch Potato Radio coming here on KFGO.